AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it, cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. It's on. Man, we want to welcome to the Cut to a Podcast. We got, we have a WWE wrestler nickname. I'm not even going to say the other part, just greatness. When anytime your nickname involves <laughs> greatness, I think it's pretty, I think it's really special. And then your signature move, your pop-up spine buster. Oh yeah. I don't I don't know how you do the spine this. buster, yeah. but my spine is cringing <laughs> thinking about it. And also too, not to not to hold it against him. He's from Ohio, where they still have not fixed football. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Cut To It Podcast. Angelo Dawkins. Good. Thank you for having me. No problem. Got my Bengals shirt on for you too. Okay, he is a he's a proud Bengals yeah. fan. Like that's all you see on, on your social media. Like you you hold no punches when it comes to your fandom for the Bengals. Oh no, nah, not at all, man. It's, I'm I mean you shouldn't be. Finally, you should be excited. You obviously are living in a state with two teams that haven't really did much. Uh, <laughs> most of their uh, NFL uh, experience, but yet you have this one year of hope that you believe is going to change uh, decades and decades of failure. So I'm happy that you're there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> now, hey, the, look, yo, hey, as much smack as I talk, I can't really lie. So, I'm 31 years old. <laughs> so you and talk so, smack. Like, when they went to the postseason, I was like, hey, 
just give me one playoff win. Yeah. I've not seen a playoff win in my life of being on this earth. And they were one player away from winning the Super Bowl. I agree. So I'm like, hey, you know what? Y'all gave me everything I hoped for. So we had the Miz on, and he's a Browns fan. Yeah. So you said you talk smack. Like, do you do you talk smack to the Miz? I mean, he's a Browns fan. You a Bengals fan? Like, what's that? What's that interaction? Are you okay? Of course, I talk smack to him. You know, I mean, look, he was going through it this year. You know, he thought that they were gonna, you know, what I'm saying, make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Everything the Bengals did, he did. He thought the Browns were gonna do. Everything what, Joe you? Burrow came out to be. <laughs> Why are you shocked? He thought that the Bengals, I mean, excuse me, the Browns were going to have that kind of success? Brother, do you not yes, watch? He really did. Do you not watch the Detroit Lions fan base? They think they're going to win every year. <laughs> I, I, I just thought there was a little bit of sensibility, but uh, we did have the same conversation with him, so it's not like this is this is new he information. Was so, he was so he, we couldn't. It was so all over the place. We couldn't. But what what is it like for for you to argue with the Miz when pretty much both of the te- like you're like you guys are arguing over the last now later. <laughs> I would say rose colored glasses, but they were clearly brown colored glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like a- I mean, no, actually not a now later. It's like y'all are arguing. Well, you have a bigger piece of moldy bread than I do. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, we get it. Both Ohio teams haven't been particularly great in the in the, really in the last two it, decades. Yeah, true, true. But if you really look at it, Cincinnati's had more of the success than yeah, Cleveland true. has ever had. We that's can true. we can just say that, right? You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I would agree Cleveland with had you. like one little one little spurt two years ago. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, at least Cincinnati's made the playoffs. Like, there was a point in time where, like, oh, yo, Cincinnati could be, like, do something. But they just kept losing yeah, in the wild true. card round. Yeah, I, I would give you that. I would give you. And because of that, that's how you guys have put yourself in a position now to 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 really be in a conversation of a young team that's, if they continue to add the pieces, that they could be very successful. Oh yeah, yeah. So you excited? Being cheap, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy they invested in the O line this year. That's that's all I'm happy for. Yeah. Hey, all you got is right now, and y'all went to the dance. So yeah, but uh, right, so right. let's get started, man. Um, growing up, what was your favorite TV show? Growing up, my favorite TV show, <laughs> man. Um, or shows. Ooh. Sounds you, yeah. Uh, you you had to look like one is too hard to pick. Yeah, so I mean, we got to go. Steve Harvey show. Oh, okay. Bernie Mac show. Okay. Uh, I was a big Mad TV guy when it was still on hmm. in its prime. Okay. Take it to a little cartoons. Um, I was a big uh, recess guy. One Saturday morning guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pepper Ran. Um, Lloyd Space. Street Sharks, Static Shock, those are my favorite shows right there. What shows are these? I miss all those, but I did, I was gonna double back on Steve Harvey because that's not one you hear all the time. No, I like now, Steve. Harvey. What, what was Steve's name in the Steve Harvey show? Steve Hightower. Steve Hightower. He wasn't even Steve Harvey. Yeah, he was. Was he the? He wasn't the principal. He was the teacher. No, he was right? the teacher. Because yeah, the, the said, principal was. Said was said no, nah, he was the he was the coach. Yeah, he, he was the gym coach. Yeah, he was. Uh, the Regina Regina was Regina was the principal. Yep, Regina, Regina was the yeah. principal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I miss all those cartoons though. Yeah, all of, I I do remember Recess, but I don't remember some of the other ones. What was oh, some of the other? That was like towards like the later. Pepper Ann came on when Recess Who? was on. Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann. See, my, my mom had us cleaning, so I I missed all that stuff. We did, by that time, the whole house smelled like Fabuloso. Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like Saturday. Uh, it was Saturday morning. It was time to clean up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was uh, you know, obviously uh, Batman. Um, but right after Batman, though. Oh, Batman the animated series. No, 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 Batman Adam West. On Saturday mornings? Yeah, it used to be on at 11 o'clock. Oh, Don't try see. to age me. You was going to say you're a little bit older than me, so yeah. I missed that too. I, I, pre- <laughs> I, I appreciate you how you about, said I was I thought a little you was, bit older. I thought you was talking about Batman, the, the animated one, where he had like the little short ears. Yeah, and the no, I watched that one, yeah. but I'm talking about I'm talking about Adam West. Jeez, yeah, Batman. Yo, like that, oh, yeah, with that Robin. Was, yes, that was, that was Saturday morning. <laughs> and and I, we can't mention it. But that's when wrestling would follow after that. Mm-hmm. I would watch wrestling. Okay. Right? And that's where my love for wrestling mm-hmm. was there. Superstars. Uh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The beefcake. Give you a haircut. Oh, yeah. yeah right? We, we, we got to get into the nostalgia. Yeah. So. I feel um, like Angelo going to rock with us a little bit more yeah, when it he, comes to yeah. that nostalgia. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, know, uh, let's see. Man, you was talking about snacks before you got on here. What's, uh, what's one of your go-to snacks? Gummy worms. Hmm. Proud of that. Gummy worms. That's been my my go to ever since I was a little kid. Really? So when you go to movies, you oh, get yeah. you get gummy worms. Oh yeah. Well, not really get gummy worms. Sneak them into the movies. Bingo. <laughs> I mean, this is a recorded really line. Sell gummy brother. worms at the movie theater. So like, this is a recorded line, brother. <laughs> no, I go with red vines. Huh? I go with red vines. Oh, red vines. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't like, like those. I don't, I, I'm not a Twizzlers guy. I like red vines with the popcorn. I sneak oh, them yeah. in too. I ain't gonna lie. Cause they don't have Listen. they don't have red vines. They got Twizzlers. I don't know why I want no Twizzlers. Yeah. They ain't they ain't real. Some of the licorice is like pretty shaky. Yeah. I I'll I'll pay for the popcorn, but candy I gotta sneak in on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Even the popcorn like $17. <laughs> no, it's like 10. You know, it's it's funny, this is way off topic. <laughs> Way off topic, right? Is it ten bucks? I think it's a small one. I guess expensive. Here's the the craziest thing. You want to talk about? (laughs) My dad used to. We used to go before we went to the movies. We would go to the nine nine cent store, right, and get candy at the nine nine cent store. It was like five of them for ninety nine cents. And I never understood, like, why are we going to nine nine cent store where the good candy (laughs) is at the (laughs) register? We was poor. That's why he should have just told me, but I didn't realize. Yeah, that, and I still do it now. Shoot, drug it's, 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 it's drug meal. Right. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm leaning towards that way too with my kids. Don't so go like, to nine nine cents store, dog. Like, because I didn't realize like the You're teaching them economy, <laughs> man. But some of the candy at the nine nine cents store ain't up to date, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 now that's your responsibility as a parent. <laughs> check the dates. Oh man! Hey, check the dates, but it built that immune system. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there's COVID, which is contagious, mm-hmm. but then there's salmonella for black folks. Nah, we good. <laughs> yeah, never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, you know when you heard about it though. When you eat the motherfucking potato salad, mm-hmm. that always gets you. <laughs> I don't 
how we got from potato salad to, it's to true, movie though, candy. Huh? Well, you can eat, you can eat, you can eat old candy. <laughs> Now that's a that's an enter at your own risk right. if you eat you, somebody else's potato yeah, salad. You eat some old candy, <laughs> some quest, some questionable protein, right? You see, I I wasn't gonna say <laughs> you eat some questionable protein and still make it, yeah. but you eat some other folk potato yeah. salad, yeah. man, it'll run through you. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. about three a.m. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, we're fresh <laughs> off Memorial Day. Hey, it's you- time, brother. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's get into it. Hey man. Well um, man, where you from in a place you call your hometown? Uh, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Grew up in Fairfield, which is basically Cincinnati, just like 10 minutes away. Uh yeah, I was grew up there. Uh the same school as uh Jackson Carmen, uh one of the Bengals old linemen. I was sure about saying yeah, who the hell is that high school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to Google. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gold. Well, he Teddy Clemson. <laughs> man, it's like, nah, I didn't go to school with Jordan. I went with Jackson Carmen. Not Joe Burrow. CJ Huzama. No, just some lineman we don't know about. <laughs> I like um, it. Though. I love your pride, man. I love your pride. Yeah. I'm the same way with... uh. With LA, bro. So I, I I love the pride. Is where you're from is where you're from. Uh, can't deny it. You know, uh, if you're proud of it, you always represent it. You always cheering for it. Um, so man, that's that's remarkable. That's awesome. Uh, you know, tell us, growing up Fairfield, Ohio slash Cincinnati, um, what are some of the things that you experienced that imp- it, that has impacted you uh, when you sit down and think about it? Uh, some of the things that impacted me. Um just being able to uh you know what i'm saying grow up um it was just me and my mom so uh was, i just pretty much had to grow up and be a man pretty early uh and just learn how to be the man of the house and be able to take care of things and being able to answer adversity and my mom was pretty tough on me anyway like with school she kept me out of trouble put me in sports so i was pretty busy during the summer when school wasn't happening um but yeah, like I just stayed busy, stayed playing sports and stayed out of trouble. You made the statement of having being a man in the house. What did what did that mean to be the man in the house? What, what what were those responsibilities that you're referring to? So like there'd be times when my mom would get off late from work. So mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll have to cook dinner and stuff like that, mm-hmm. make sure my homework's done. Uh, sometimes clean the house up and uh, make sure everything's good. So my mom ain't really got to worry about it to where like she just comes in. She can just, you know what I'm saying? Get off her feet for a little bit, mm-hmm. watch a little TV, eat a little meal, go to bed, make sure everything's good and then do whatever she needed to do. And I just basically just took care of that as much as I could. Whenever I saw that, like I had to pick up the slack that she was not going to be home late. I always made sure when she said, Hey, Take the chicken out the freezer. Oh. It was out the freezer. Yeah, you got to. Because uh, you learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned the hard way about. What is the times. alternative? Uh, you know, the pork the and belt. grits. <laughs> what? Pork and grits. Good pork and grits. Pork out your mouth, grit your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hungry. Straight hungry, dog. I know what you're saying. So as a, as a, what were you when you were when you were growing up? What were those initial dreams? What did you want to be when you grew up back then? What did you dream about? 
Uh, I honestly wanted to be in the NFL, actually. I wanted to play football when I was younger. Hmm. Um, but that ended up not working out necessarily. Like, I had no plans of ever wrestling. I didn't even know wrestling really existed until I knew WWE existed, but I didn't know like amateur wrestling existed until I was a junior in high school. And uh, our security guard at the school, he was one of the wrestling coaches, and he was like, Hey, you should come try out for the wrestling team. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, to help you out with football. My mom wasn't really up for it. She wanted me to play basketball. So I was like, Oh, no, I'll go try wrestling. And I tried it. I mean, the practices were hard, but the Mm -hmm. tournaments and the dual meets, Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And I just became, like, really good at it. Mm. Um, But I still, like, focused on football. I ended up graduating high school and going to JUCO College uh, and Harper College College in Illinois. Mm. And I played football there. I had no intentions of wrestling after high school. Like, I had to cut weight to get to 215. I wanted to enjoy Thanksgiving. (laughs) enjoy Christmas, be able to eat a lot and uh, get a hold of uh, some potato salad <laughs> during those holidays. But, uh, <laughs> but not, nah, um, but yeah, like I had no plans of wrestling in college after high school. And so a bunch of heavyweights got hurt and a wrestling coach came and tried to recruit me to come wrestle for him in college. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go home and enjoy myself. And then second semester started and our defensive coordinator tracked me down on campus, dragged me to the wrestling coach's uh, office. Say, hey, got your heavyweight here. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm wrestling. And so (laughs) I ended up wrestling in college. I was like one match away from All-American with like half the season already done. (laughs) And then I ended up getting recruited to go to WWE. So I just... I wanted to be a football player, and I ended up becoming a professional wrestler. Well, let's unpack that. One, who's the security guard in high school that uh, that that introduced you to wrestling? Kenny Powell. Okay, Kenny Powell. Defensive coordinator at your college, where there's four-year community, I don't care what it is, it's still at college, and you're pursuing that. How did that sit with you a little bit? At that point in time, I was like, all right, I guess I ain't got no choice in the matter. <laughs> Did you play football after that or you just you you just were in- Oh no, I still played football. Oh, okay. I did both. I did oh. both uh football and wrestling. So like we had just got done with football season. Oh. Um and we uh ended up winning the national championship for JUCO that year. Congratulations. Uh, for non scholarship JUCO. And like I like it was like done. The season was done. Just getting ready for the off season, getting ready for next season, and all that stuff. And they just told me to go. Like, hey, we want you to go join wrestling. I don't know if it was just to keep me busy, <laughs> just to like make sure I don't like like do anything crazy, and like make sure I keep my head like keep my head straight and focused all mm-hmm. year, so I can like do be good and be the best I could be. But it was just like oh, and I also think it was like we. A bunch of the guys from the football team, we had like a little deal where like some of us wrestled. So like some of us would get together and wrestle and I ended up beating everybody. So they're like, oh, yo, Docs is pretty good. <laughs> so they was like, hey, we got this kid on the football team who was like, he's pretty good at football, but he can help you out in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so that's how that came about. And then he just dragged me to the room. He's like, hey, got your heavyweight. Got there, wrestled. And then uh, that's ended up how I ended up here. 
I love cut to it. And I, I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at cut to it on Instagram. What about Twitter? At cut to it. Facebook? Cut to it featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at cuttoitpodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cuttoitpodcast.com. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. How did you get the attention of WWE when you were wrestling in college? What, talk, talk a little bit about that that um, that transition. So uh, that transition, it, we were at national duels. Um, was national duels? So like, I'm getting ready for a match, and was- like our coaches, our wrestling coaches, like to play tricks on us and stuff like that, mm-hmm. play little jokes. So like, they were like, "Hey, yo, Vince McMahon's right hand man is here to see you. He wants to talk to you." I'm like what <laughs> and i'm like nah whatever man like leave me alone <laughs> let me focus on this real quick and so he was they were like no nah, we're dead serious i'm like yeah whatever bro like all right i'll i'll, I'll play along with this joke after. <laughs> like, let me focus on this match man <laughs> so i'm like getting warmed up getting warmed up go out there i wrestle match is over with i win come back i'm over here on the chair breathing hard like <gasps> freaking <laughs> trying to like barely could drink any water at that point in time <laughs> sure enough jerry briscoe comes up and was like hey i'm jerry briscoe for the wwe I'd like to talk to you about coming to trial for wwe i was like oh so it wasn't a joke You're right yeah <laughs> i was like oh so you guys were telling the truth <laughs> like do you have any idea how wow. you got on it do you have any idea how you got on their radar like were you were you a ranked wrestler or do they just are they sending scouts out to to look like I guess so, give us an insight uh, yeah. on that. Um, so at that point in time, um, I was ranked nationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but Jerry Briscoe, he used to wrestle amateurly as well. He was an amateur wrestler as well for Oklahoma State. He was mm-hmm. all American back in the day. So that's in 
he wrestled in WWE for a very long time and he was in the front office. He he would be the one that would go recruit like the guys like Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, like all those amateur wrestlers, Kurt Angle. Um, he was the guy that recruited those those guys and because he would go to all the tournaments and whatever and be like, hey, like I think you'd be really good. You should give it a try or whatever if you want. And so it was just like we talked from there and he ended up getting me a tryout later on that year. And then I've been here ever since. In wrestling, right? Professional wrestling, amateur wrestling. Why do they need to, why having the history, does it benefit you? Because obviously like Miz, you know, not everybody has the history of wrestling in college or wrestling in high school. Some, you know, some have learned the, the, the professional aspect of it by trial and error right learning the moves were pretty like it got pretty easy um it took a little took a little while but like learning the moves were pretty easy just because like athletes can like can can learn pretty fast yeah now the theatrical part of it (laughs) the entertainment part now that was a part that kind of like i struggled with when Mm -hmm. i first got there because i'm always like serious and i'm like ready to go like i'm i'm in the zone but like i need to be like show my face more make more facial expressions mm. be more entertaining after i do a move instead of just like going right on them like i hit a drop kick get the crowd wild up oh, and okay. stuff like that and like you know what i'm saying just celebrate you get into wrestling by you know being dynamic in college you go through the process and you try out how was trying out for you in your particular journey, getting to the pinnacle you are today? It was actually a crazy experience. Cause I didn't know what I was getting myself into necessarily. Uh, like when I first got there, like when I was in college, I didn't really have money for a suit. So like I showed up in like house shoes and sweatpants and a hoodie. Everybody else is like decked out in suits and stuff. I'm like, Oh, Oh, yes, I didn't get that memo. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it was just like, oh, snap. And, like, people were just looking at me like, yo, who is this guy? (laughs) Like, what is he doing here? How did he even get, like, how did he get in the door? Hmm. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) You trying to figure it out as well. So, so Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm with y'all, dog. I'm trying to figure this out myself, (laughs) man. I was like, I did not know we were supposed to come up here. I was like, because. In my mind, I'm thinking tryout, like, nothing about that saying suit, tie, mm-hmm. like, a polo, nothing. I just showed up, house shoes. <laughs> ready to wrestle. Like, you were ready to wrestle. Right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I got my wrestling shoes. <laughs> I got my book bag, and that's it. You <laughs> showed them like it was but, basketball uh, tryout. Yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, yeah. though, in, in, in those moments, though, did you ever find yourself, like, par- playing that comparison game? Because... I just know being being a wrestling fan and coming up, like you'd hear those stories of like Bret Hart's dad that would train all those people like in his basement. Did you ever play that comparison game? Because there are so many people that come into the business in various ways. Did you ever have that yeah. comparison game? Because there were there were cats that were there that had the boots and had the suits and, and had all those different things. Did you ever fall into that comparison game? Uh, Sometimes a little bit, um, but then like, after a couple years, like once I got hired and like a couple years, that kind of like left. And it was just like, look, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna 
be me no matter what. And I've always been the guy that's always been very relaxed, very laid back and like never tried to worry about anybody else and try to control everything that I can control for me. And so and for a minute, I did play that little game. Like, it was like, oh, man, dang, dog, this dude miles ahead of me. Like, <laughs> but then again, like, the cool part about it was I had zero experience coming in to that set profession. Those guys have been doing it for, like, mm-hmm. double-digit years, like mm-hmm. 10 years. Like, I was in middle school when some of those dudes were, yeah. some of the guys there were, like, wrestling already around the world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The furthest I've ever been was illinois pretty much Mm. outside of ohio so i didn't really know what i was getting myself into the trial was in florida i've never been in florida before so i've never been that far away from home but like i i learned from them but at the same time it was just like all right i can't really play this comparison game because if i play this comparison game with them i'm gonna find myself out of here (laughs) really fast (laughs) and so it's just more of a how can i find a way to stand out and i stood out definitely with the sweatpants and house shoes yeah everybody has suits i was was the only one there just chilling like oh all right a lot of athletes some more than others are able to process or eliminate um the internal dialogue right the the mental aspect of it but i do think there is some people who I think, and it's just me, there are some athletes who that's the only way they can operate is by comparison, right? That that compare. And I think uh, hearing, hearing everything you're saying is you basically walked in there knowing you were inexperienced and you were okay with being inexperienced, right? And so, yeah, you know, where, where did the comfortability come from for you with being okay with being inexperienced because not not everybody not everybody likes being inexperienced not everybody is comfortable being a young buck or being the person who doesn't know everything it had its uh moments where just like it felt it felt pretty bad like i had no idea what i was getting myself into and i had no idea how to operate and stuff like that but once I started getting more comfortable, I have to give credit to like my coaches that were there, like coach Norman Smiley. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time when he was there, build, uh, Billy Gunn, sorry. Um, coach Billy Gunn, when he was there, he was the one that, that was like digging in, trying to like bring me out of my comfort zone and like just to express myself and like, look, it's okay that you're inexperienced, but you like, there's a lot of people that come in that are inexperienced. Heck, there's a lot of people that come in here that are experienced and they're still inexperienced because they don't know what they're doing in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, just to be inexperienced, as long as you're learning and you're getting better and you're starting to have fun, that's all that matters. And once he, him, Norman, Robbie Brookside and Terry Taylor all sat me down and told me that that's when I was like, all right. You never traveled outside of Ohio and then obviously going to college, you travel to Illinois. Yeah. So other than that, what places and where have you been that you never thought a million years that you would, you would be 
sleeping in a hotel. I'm I was, you know, I and I and I asked that is there are sometimes when I I can tra- I travel I will sometimes look out my hotel room and it's not always a, you know, if you're in a hotel enough, you're not and not every hotel room has a great view. Sometimes like if you go to New York, yeah. you could be in a a five-star hotel and in New York be looking at a brick window right looking outside your window it could yeah. be a brick wall right it just happens to be that's just how that, that concrete jungle so you know when you sit back and look at at 31 years old uh you know where you where you started how you traveled very limited mileage but yet today you've been able to travel beyond where even your imagination can take you right i mean yeah, I, I have to say the UK. Never did I ever think I would be in the UK. <laughs> and what did you, um, you experience? What did you experience in the UK that was that that made you glow and light up the way you just did? Um, it was just like the the whole atmosphere. So like that was when I got introduced to soccer because I never really watched soccer over here. Yeah. So like going over there, we like when we first went over there, there was like a huge soccer game happening. So like I was just like it was just like how we are with football here. Just mm-hmm. like everybody just gets together at a bar or whatever, drinking it up or whatever, just having fun, watching the game, doing cheers and stuff like that. Just talking smack. But yeah, it was like that. I got to experience that, which was nuts. Um, Being near Wembley Stadium. We haven't gone inside of it, but we were at the hotel right next to it. I believe that's where like some of the NFL games are played mm-hmm. at Wembley. You are correct. And like we've had shows at like the Wembley Hall mm. and like being there, like that whole like little city right there is just insane just because like it's just nuts. The fish and chips are good. Mm. Um and, and like the people are just really nice. Took me a minute to get used to the accent, but yeah. they're just really nice over there. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's just cool. different yeah. than over here. <laughs> what about uh, where are some other places? Uh, for starters, I got to say Miami. Okay. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> the first time I went there, that was an experience. Yeah. Uh, you had never, some, never you had thought money I'd ever be in Miami. <laughs> you had some money uh, in your pocket, huh? Uh, no, we, like, <laughs> <laughs> Miami broke, ain't it? <laughs> he has some I mean, money in his pocket. Yeah, like, <laughs> Me too. Like, we put money together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We make it a good time. <laughs> but, nah, when, uh, but when we first, when I first moved to uh, Florida, uh, one of the weekends that we actually had off and we didn't have any shows, we uh, went to Miami for a weekend and just mm. kicked it there. One of our boys, like his cousin lived there. So like we already had a place to stay. Mm. And it was just like that was like a whole different atmosphere going to the mm. beach and stuff. Mm. I wasn't really used to that. Um, from there, Vegas, that was another experience. Yeah. On the company dime, yeah. <laughs> was on the company dime right there. Yeah. Uh, we also, LA was another one, another place. Uh, I was like, oh wow, this is this is insane. And then Dallas, where we had WrestleMania this past year, mm. and that was our first actual WrestleMania 
after COVID. So, <laughs> so how how'd you come up with your nickname? Uh, beat. I was beating my roommates in uh Madden and uh Fight Night, and I was just running the sticks for like two and a half hours straight, just couldn't lose. <laughs> and then I was just like, bro, like I'm look, man. Is I I don't, it's not like I'm trying to do this, dog. It's like I'm a, I'm cursed with it, dog. I'm cursed with greatness right now. It's just not letting me let y'all win. Like I can't help, <laughs> I can't help myself. You, you're not being uh, unapologetic for your greatness. Yeah, I was just like, and I was just joking around, and so like, and that was also the cool part too. Like I had roommates at the time; they were like also wrestling with me, and they had way, way more experience than I ever had. Mm. So, like, that was still when I was still kind of trying to, like, find myself on, like, the entertainment aspect of things and stuff like that. So, like, the way I am at home is completely different than the way I was at when we were practicing or, like, when we have matches and stuff like that. And they were like, bro, you should should try this. Hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, what? Very next day, I went out there and I started talking about how great I was, and I was getting booed. <laughs> so, so you now, so, now I'm getting cheered. So that's the cool part. So you end up you end up finding yourself. You make your TV debut in 2012, and what, uh, man, yeah, what, what was that like? Like you you you've gone through this 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 training program, all these things you've talked about previously in this podcast, but to walk out and whether you're getting booed or jeered, but to see all those people and you're now you're in that squared circle and you see all these people. Whether they're cheering or booing, like what was what was that moment like? Uh, I was it was a little nerve wracking. Oh, uh, it was my first time being on TV. Mm. Uh, um, so that you have like, a, I just wanted to go out there and put on a good match. You got a radio face or TV face? <laughs> for, I got a radio face. Yeah, I'm asking. You got radio face or TV face for television? I mean, I got both. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's strength and honesty. <laughs> I like asking that because sometimes people they freeze out. They're like, "Well, do I?" You know, I'm... <laughs> they start second guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I got a TV face. And I'm like, nah, bro, you got a radio face. <laughs> you partner up with Montez Ford. Y'all are the Street Profits. WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, WWE SmackDown Champions, Next Tag Smackdown. Team Champions, Evolve Tag Team Championships. What what is the what's the culmination or what was what was the coming of age story of the Street Profits? Uh, that was all Triple H. Honestly, we were, me and Tez were already boys before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already there before him. He started in 2015, 16, I believe. I started in 2012. Yep. Uh, at that point in time, like it was crazy because I was really young. So I've been there longer than the majority of every, like pretty much everybody, but I was still younger than everybody. Mm-hmm. So like, it was, it was weird. It was like, I was the vet, but not really <laughs> at yeah. that point in time when he got there. <laughs> uh, but not, um, so one day we had a match like right after each other and triple H was like, Hey, like, let's see how those two work together. And sure enough, it was like, oh, it worked out because we were already boys anyway. Sometimes when you get put with somebody in a tag team, y'all really ain't that cool or whatever. It's just more of like an acquaintance thing. But we were really cool. Mm. We were best friends. And uh, then we just took off running from then. As soon as Triple H was like, hey, make them a tag. 
took the ball, ran with it. And so who came up? Which one of you geniuses came up with the, <laughs> the name? Street Profits? Yeah. Uh, it was a universal thing. Universal? Yeah. It was uh, Sand Trips. Uh, okay. <laughs> you lost me on that one. Universal. Right. I was like, the label? <laughs> <laughs> Dang! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we working y'all on something, right? <laughs> right. Y'all, next thing you know, y'all gonna be the y'all got an album dropping yeah. too, oh, right? Oh my god! Watch out! Yeah. I thought Drake and Harlow just had a collaboration, but now we got Street Profits dropping yeah, like that, right? I don't mean the, I don't mean a kind of profile. Right. But... <laughs> I was like, damn, they got a deal. Damn, they threw me off too. I was streaming on all DSBs. I was stuck. I was like, okay, right? It's like, all right, man, I see you, dog. Right? I was. I was like, dang. I mean, these brothers got a whole bunch of tag team championships, but now they got a deal. I was like, yeah, I'm looking. Mm, Missed that one. Right? That wasn't in the research. Yeah, I missed that one. That's dope, though. Y'all have y'all have had a lot of success when you think about tag teams. Who are some of those tag teams mm. from back in the day? I know I've got mine, but who who are yours, Steve? Way in, but who are some of those influential tag teams that you draw inspiration from? Uh, we got to go first and foremost, Harlem Heat. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if it's a is if it's a coastal thing, but on the West Coast, like for us, WWE, we didn't see. I didn't see the Harlem Heat. Is I saw Book, Booker T was later for me, mm-hmm. right? Booker T was in that. Okay. You know, I, once he got I, to the singles, and he was yeah, like, see, with I, the, I, I grew up. See, by, by that I, time, I, I I was out of wrestling by then. See, by the time see, he was champion. Yeah, see, I grew up. Oh um, man, I grew up watching when uh when 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 uh Ricky the Dragon boats Ricky Steamboat, the, Steamboat when he got. When uh, they took the bell and like they carted him off late oh, at yeah. night. See, I was watching back then. Bruce yeah. and Barbara Beefcake, uh, Jake the Snake, uh, yeah. Undertaker, the first Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Right. You know, so for me, it was such a, I was watching when I was young, young, mm-hmm. right? That, you know, that pay per view, like pay per view for the main events. Yeah. You know, or the main events were like super late at night. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm I'm a little bit like when I got older, I kind of phased out of it. Yeah. My grandpa kind of hurt my feelings on it, but anyway. Uh, uh-huh. So as as WD, WWE has risen mm-hmm. and became more of the storylines, I was watching it when it was less of storylines, yeah. more of wrestling, mm-hmm. right? You know, Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you see these 22-inch pythons wrapped around you? Uh, Mr. T, you know, all these different characters. And re- when wrestling had a cartoon, mm-hmm. Junkyard Dog, right? Kamala. Yeah. You know, those are those are the guys, yeah. uh, Hacksaw, Jim <laughs> Duggan with that mm-hmm. two-by-four. Those are the guys that I, I grew up yeah. watching that – Kurt Angle was on the back end for me. Mm-hmm. Like I look at Kurt Angle and I kind of scratch my head, not anything against him, but I just grew up where man, Kurt Angle wouldn't have last back in the day. Right? The demolition when they was two and then they added the big dude, then it was the three, you know, uh oh, Brett yeah. the Hitman Hard, like all these guys mm-hmm. that 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 was the way I watched wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um you know, just in ways that was that was extremely different. Like the storylines were just not 
as po- uh, as pertinent or or in in front of you they were like the villain was mr perfect mm-hmm. right he was perfection lex luger like mm-hmm. that stuff that, those are the that's the wrestling that i i watched that's a little bit different and i believe you guys are the upgrade right you have the you have the 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 wrestling but the storylines are something to follow and watch and i think that's yeah. that is the that's the difference that's the difference oh, yeah. of playing catch up that I that I'm playing right now. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it. Cut to it. Hey Gerard, where did you get that t-shirt? You mean this thing? Oh yes. I got it from cuttoitpodcast.com where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a t-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is gonna make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like wrestling today now is like how, you know, like schoolyard fights, right? There was always a group of guys that would, you know, they bump shoulders and they going around in a circle, right? That means they didn't want to fight, right? <laughs> and then yeah. old school wrestlers, like as soon as they, as soon as they try to have a conversation, man, they was getting- Come to cheer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, hey, man, you- right. <laughs> right? They do an interview in the back. They chasing them yeah. in the back room, right? Uh, yeah. Who was the cop? I remember the dude, the big- dude. Oh, uh, uh, Big Boss Man. Yes, like yeah. Big Boss Man. Right, like stuff like that, where like he get that Billy Club. Yeah. I mean, like get him, right? I mean, looking back on it now, <laughs> <laughs> dang. Right? Yes, but it's just the craziness, right? Yeah. That that's a that's 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 the that's the nostalgic of wrestling that I grew up on, mm-hmm. right? Seeing Ultimate Warrior run full speed oh from when they when, hit that when music they, when the music dropped yeah. to that dude is running a hundred he his so, 40 time was bananas so you just my other question was going to be who had some of the best wrestling man, entrance music that man, when it boom, ultra, boom boom boom, so, boom soon as they hit the yeah. ultimate war he was full them tassels on his yeah. on his he on one shaking oh, yeah. the ropes <laughs> shaking that ropes right. man or the um or when you used to hit hulk hogan and he he yeah. hit you up. Yeah. He get more fired up. Yeah. 
That's right. crazy. I think I'm just thinking about it. When yeah. I played, that's kind of where I got some of those theatrics from. Oh, he was on, now all of a sudden you was Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, Hulk Hogan. Right? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> hey, I've grown, man. Yeah. I, I just I just pieced it together. Yeah. I was like, I remember man, Hulk Hogan used to get hit. He'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah. And then he'd get up. Oh. Midi mania. Boy. Oh. <laughs> Start eating all the punches. Yeah, right. Don't pause. even affect it. That's a pause. Oh, <laughs> but we, we we went way off in attention. Who, who <laughs> pause? Right. That's a pause. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we went well from the tangent though. Who who were some of those influences for you? Like you started right. Who you said Harlem Heat, who else was it for you? Harlem Heat, um Hardy Boys, mm. Dudley's, mm-hmm. Edge and Christian. Oh man, um, I'm skinny dude. <laughs> man, I'm a little skinny dude with the hey, they, on the hey, they were they, 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 they was you flipping. Match they had? Yeah. yeah, they was flipping and with the X on the yeah, back them, of their short. Them and Hardys, they had some. That's again, <laughs> sort of. The sort all of you tail saw end. was, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah. they had the pads on their shins and all that stuff. Man, <laughs> they was they was coming out there knocking the snot out of people. Um, who was that with DX? Um, the the badass Billy Gunn and Jesse James. Billy they had Gunn, they yeah. had they had one. Um, gosh, who are Steiner Brothers? Yeah, Mankind. Oh, Mankind and Undertaker, kind of, they did have a run, yeah. and and uh, and and the Rock. Yeah, Mankind though, he, yeah, Mankind gave you some nightmares, bro. Yeah, he was. That was a scary ass <laughs> storyline right there. He was. <laughs> I did used to get scared of Mankind yeah. when I was a kid. Sure, a lot of people, <laughs> right? Undertaker, he eyes rolled back his head. Right. Oh, right. Man. Undertaker was. Undertaker, he was so agile. Yeah, Undertaker, such a that big dude. dude. All right, last one, last one. Nostalgia for all of us. Andre the Giant. Sorry. What you just thinking of a Andre the Giant? Okay, yeah. with that little yeah, you just got excited talking about a giant though. <laughs> hey, Andre the Giant, like he was like Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. Like he could oh, do yeah, nothing. He was, and Big Show, man. Big Show. Yeah. Oh, Big Show was. Big agile. Show was... Hey, Big Show was agile. Yeah. Um, best finishing moves. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Tombstone. 3D. Okay. Uh, rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Got to put the people's elbow up there. The people. Stone Cold Stone. I was wondering where that was going to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If we would have went through that top five yeah. and Stone Cold Stone, it wasn't on there. Yeah. Sharpshooter? That's not top five? I like the sharpshooter. Yeah, I get it. I like the sharpshooter, yeah, they too. Used, hey, they used to freak out when that sharpshooter came. You know what? Let's take, let's take people's elbow out. Yeah, put a sharpshooter okay, in there for okay, that okay. one. Okay, okay, yeah. we can rock Ulti- with that. What was what the Ultimate Warriors though? When he would lift them up, yeah, he kind of did like that little power slam kind of thing. Man, right? that power slam would yeah. put you, give you that night night, right? Yeah, Macho Man's Going elbow. To sleep after that, he come off the top rope with the elbow. Yeah, who else? Yeah, Macho Man. <laughs> I like the I I like Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He, he's, he's. I remember what his. He would put you in a his. sleeper hole oh, and then and cut, cut your, your hair. hair. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. So we just hey, we nerding out. We nerding out right now. It's a vibe. If you sat in the, if you sat in the barber chair when you're getting your hair cut. You, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. You know, why you get <laughs> up? Oh, right. My bad. My bad, man. Chair's too comfortable, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. 
just growing up as a kid, you know, doing that, and then you go out there, and then you go out there, and, that, and those when those videos go when they had backyard brawls. Mm-hmm. Remember they somebody trying to get slammed, or you have a uh, they would make rings in the backyards. Man, people was getting oh, mollywopped yeah. in those backyards. Yeah, getting hurt, breaking arms and stuff. See that right there is why his mama didn't want to wrestle. On straight dirt. Yeah. <laughs> On yeah. a, on a, I remember we had somebody who got an old mattress, right? Yeah. But the mattress already beat up, so you like, like we had to do Johnny. Johnny was an idiot, and he was it. He put it on the side where the springs were already coming through the mattress. Ooh. And y'all already had a hell in a cell matchup. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but. <sighs> so, what do you think the next ten years look like for you? Mm. Next 10 years? Yeah. Man. Next 10 years, I'll be 41. Mm. Uh, how you think? How you, you hopefully like a lot more tag titles. Mm. Huh? I said, you like it? You kind of look. He's like, 41. <laughs> I'm for, I mean, I, I'll still be a pretty, pretty agile 41-year-old, you know? <laughs> I'll still be able to move, I think. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I mean... Hopefully, uh, 10 years, more championships, more money in the bank. I was just thinking about it. Like, you know, there's always you hear about basketball players. Uh, the <clears throat> You hear about the best situations, the good situations, right? Yeah. Football, baseball. You know, obviously, baseball has no situation. Them dudes get paid. <clears throat> yeah, them dudes. <laughs> them dudes get – they still getting paid. Though. What was that? Bobby – Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla. I think that's just about to run out next year. Um, Ken Griffey's still the sixth highest paid player on the Reds, and this dude ain't swung a bat. He's one of my favorite players. <laughs> It's got to make you feel real good about your reds. <laughs> when you look at this, when you just look at that on the side of the cap. Dang. Look, your kid going to be graduating high school by the time they stop paying Ken Griffey, huh? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> like, dang, man. What do you imagine, based off what you're experiencing right now, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you imagine or thinking about your future economically based on some of the statistics of other leagues? Of a of uh, professional, I like my, yeah, yeah. I like my chances. Um, like as long as like as long as I'm good with uh, everything, yeah, money wise, yeah, and smart with it, I'm okay. Like there's situations like I never thought I would be in. This is definitely one of them where mm-hmm. I'm like even thinking about that in the long run. But what's that though? What do, what do you mean that was? Like thinking about like being that financially set mm. in a way, like in my mind, like it's some you talking about the things that like catch me off guard. Sometimes I have to like sit back and be like, oh snap, I'm like really in a I'm in a pretty good position. Yeah. Like I just bought my house two years ago. Oh, so like it's just like, oh wow, I just bought a house. Like, man, I holy crap. Like So do you have a you have a financial guy that's helping you with it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. How's that been? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, it's been very good. He's helped me out a lot. Uh, it's just like, especially, um, he's also a family friend. So like that helps out because already, like we already knew him. Mm -hmm. So he, like, he's, he's helped me out a lot. I mean, 
I haven't really spent anything spent on anything that was like crazy or outrageous or nothing. So like the most I've ever spent was for this house. That was it. And it's just like, all right, cool. Like, obviously like I got a PlayStation or all that, but (laughs) other than that, it's just been like being smart with my money, saving it and just, you know what I'm saying? Just living life, living a simple life. As simple as I can live it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Well, man, we appreciate your time, man. Yes, sir. Looking forward to watching you. Thank you for having me, man. This was awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to a key watch you. Cursed, the curse of greatness. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it, man. Hey, I'm going to have to tell everybody that I wrestle now to ice up, son. Ooh, (laughs) I like that. I like that. You are. A unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent. And most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Sr. I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr. That is me. Is a production of Cut To It LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi, social media team Wesley Robinson, and John Show. From Balto Creative Media, Cut To It is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter with production assistance by Alex Lebrecht, production coordinator Taylor Robinson. Theme music by Alex Johnson, lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. It's on. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.